Okay, so Nationwide Hall is one of our newest sponsors, Ruth, and they specialize in trailers, rentals, selling trailers. I know right now it's tough to get trailers. You can always give them a call at 754-242-9955 if you're looking at it. But they're partnering with a company called Road Ready Insurance, and they specialize in uh, truck driver insurance for small companies and um, you know, owner operators, things like that. They specialize in reefer breakdown, commercial trucking liability, non-trucking liability, physical damage, comprehensive collision, garage, I'm sorry, yeah, garage liability, trailer interchange, motor truck cargo, long haul trucking, on hook cargo, tow trucks. They're pretty confident they can give you a better rate than you have now. Um, our, our advice always is pick up the phone. It's, uh, a five-minute phone call. Give them your information. Again, they're called Road Ready Insurance, and they work with truck trucking companies, small trucking companies, little trucking companies. 855-818-1735. Give Road Ready Insurance a call today and let us know here on Talk CDL if they were able to beat your rates. Trucking, within. Trucking. Wow, what a life. What a life. And Troy's not feeling well, so, you know, his allergies are acting up. So if you hear him sound a little nasally, it's he's not feeling well. Uh, you didn't have to tell him that. Oh, um, you sound funky. Well, I sound funky. Oh. <laughs> so I wanted them to know why you were sounding funky. You know, what's funny is I was thinking about trucking and Rufus popped into my head, one of our dear friends. Mm-hmm. He's in the church and he's a trucker. But what popped into my head about Rufus the most in the last two years, I think Rufus has owned three or four trucks. But what he does is... And this is kind of interesting. I don't know if there's any owners out there that do this. Rufus is one of those guys that he'll buy a truck for twenty to 30000 maybe even 15000 And what he'll do is he'll take it and he'll fix it up. Mm-hmm. He makes it nicer, does a little work, makes the motor running really, really well. Mm-hmm. And people know him so well that he gets top dollar. So he'll fix it up. He, he has a dump box. He'll haul loads. And then... He'll get bored. I mean, just well, the reason I say that is because he had that 380, 379, then he had a 377. He had this international, and I'm not a big international guy, but that international was beautiful. He took it from mediocre. He, you know, right there in his yard, him and his grandson work on the truck, put some chrome on it, fix it up, make sure the motor's running good, runs it for about a year. Then he sells it. And mm-hmm. literally gets top. I mean, it's just amazing. And he sells it in a day. Well, anyways, he messaged me this morning. Hey, I'm not going to be in church. I said, oh, what'd you do? Go buy another truck. He goes, yeah, an ugly Pete. <laughs> 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 but it's not ugly. It's a blue uh, 379 Pete. Yeah, I guess he went up to Missouri, picked it up, brought it down. And what's funny about him, I just think it's amazing how I know he'll take this truck, shine it up, run it for a year. And maybe want something else. Oh, and he had that W nine hundred also, by the way, and that's all in the last two years. So, I just I don't know if, if anybody does that out there. You know, you run local, you buy a truck, and I think it's a blessing, not only to be a truck driver, but a guy that can flip a motor. Well, he can work on his own trucks, and that's what's nice is he can you know he does all the work himself. He's paying. I've seen him 
you know, like he's changed the color and he's painted it because, you know, maybe it needed a little bit of body work, but he does do all the work himself on it and it makes it nice. And he's teaching that trade to his grandson. So his grandson now is learning something from someone that is as pretty well known in the area for, for how well he works on his different vehicles. And his grandson, he's in his mid twenties and he's a deaf mute. Mm-hmm. So like, well, that's even more amazing. And, but he can hear just a little tiny bit. But Rufus tells me they'll be working on a truck, and he'll be like, Papa, uh, that don't sound right. And and he can't hear real well, but he can hear trucks. It's, <laughs> it's so amazing. And, like, this kid is so amazing. And just from learning and watching his, his grandfather work on these rigs, mm-hmm. he can he can literally just, you know, he could change a motor. He can rip one apart. He knows what he's doing all because of Rufus. Mm-hmm. And so it's encouraging I would tell any of these owner operators out there, it's like it's a big time for owner operators right now. A lot of, it was funny, just a couple of years ago, they were, it seemed like the industry was trying to push the owner operator out of the industry. And now we're getting this huge influx of people saying, you know what, I want my own truck. Mm-hmm. They're doing the lease purchases and they're getting their own rigs. And if, if you're going to get your own rig, I can tell you right now, this is the truth. You may not know how to work on them now, but just keep going forward, guys and gals. I would encourage you to do this because. I promise you, you will learn how to work on your own trucks. Little things here and there, you'll start changing things and learning things about the motor. You can go on YouTube and you can get all kind of tutorials. What were you going to say? Oh, it's going to just say it saves you a lot of money if you can do um, some, especially your basic stuff by yourself. That way, that's that's money that you're not putting out and it's able to go back into your own business because you're an owner operator. You could turn that money, you know, changing the oil or, you know, doing little maintenance jobs like that is, is so much easier on your pocketbook because those, well, not pocketbook, you know, that's old lady talk, um, your wallet, <laughs> you know, your old pocketbook. Your old po- I never say pocketbook, yeah. but it's a phrase. That's you know? what happens when your parents start speaking through your own mouth. But Hey, listen, um, you know, I, I just want to encourage every driver out there that thinks they're not a mechanic and they don't know how to do this. I'm telling you, you guys, you want to get a truck, don't be discouraged. Get a truck and learn how to work on it. Learn to get your hands dirty. And I'm telling you, you may not know how to change an air compressor, but you'll learn. Y- you may not know how to do anything at first. Just maybe you learn how to work on brakes and greasing it. That's the start. But the bottom line is, don't be afraid. If you want to own a truck, I promise you, it's not that hard. And you don't have to have a garage to work on it. You can find people that allow you to use rent their garages or like a, a parking area or a, 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 a storage facility. All those places usually allow people to work on their stuff. So Yeah, you just, I mean, even if you have enough property that you're bringing the truck home, put a little... I don't want to say canopy, but like yeah, a little, yeah. you know, like, like a, a little pole, like a little pole barn or a, a just a roof. You know, that's all you need is to keep it, yeah, you know, covered the, not, the tractor. Right. It's not that hard to build something that you can pull underneath to work on. Mm-hmm. It's really not. So go for it, guys. Become owners. It's you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. What's that? Waterboy. Waterboy. <laughs> Break his freaking neck. I have mm-hmm. to say freaking on the show. All right. Um, let's let's change up a little bit, but first let's let's mention our our other new uh, sponsor, Ray Logistics. Ray Logistics. Speaking of owner operators, that's what they like to deal with. That's all they deal with. Right, they deal with owner uh-huh. operators. Um, it's it's all drive in, and you know I you know in a time of being an owner operator, most guys are drive in haulers, 
And, you know, Ray offers a, a really nice pay. You can call them and find that out. But they also had that bonus for every 30000 you make, you get another $15,000 bonus. Mm-hmm. So every 30000 you make, you're really making forty five. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty nice little deal. And uh, I would say pick up the phone today if you're a new owner-operator. You're looking to change jobs and take your rig and lease it on with somebody that has their a lot of freight that they can uh, keep you going. You know what else they do is they don't do the orientation there. They set you up in your local area to do your drug screening and all the different stuff that you're going to need to come aboard. You know, they get all that stuff done right where you're at. So you're not wasting a bunch of time and and money going up there to sit and do this big, long orientation. It's kind of like your at your house orientation that they deal with. So that's another thing that's really nice about what they offer. Yeah. So... Um, awesome. Well, their phone number for Ray, and that's R-E-Y Logistics, is 833-739-5647. That's 833-739-5647. And do us a big favor, y'all. Just uh, tell them that Talk CDL, you heard their, their ad on the on the Talk CDL Trucking Podcast show. And um, yeah, whether you lease on or not, make sure you mention us, and we really do appreciate everything that all of the drivers and listeners do for us. Mm-hmm. Most right. definitely. So um, a couple things that I, I wanted to talk about today. And uh, I, I don't even know where to start. Um, I was looking. It's funny. I don't know why I was looking this up. But depression um, in the United States. And, and I, I do everything based on trucking. But right now, I guess there's 350 million people in the U.S. that we know of. And 18.5% of adult Americans have, have had some form of depression in their life. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. So I looked up truckers. There's 3.5 million truckers. And when I say truckers, I don't mean your box truck drivers. And, and they're like our little cousins, you know. Get their little, <laughs> little cousins. It's like little cousins in the box truck. It's little Nicky. Like, hey, here's a little trucker in his little box truck. No, but no, the you know the big boys, um, it's 3.5 million Class A CDL drivers, and that's you know the cl- you know the over the road regional local guys, all of them. So 18, if you if you go off the 18.5 percent, it would probably hold true there. I could be wrong. It could be a percent or two off, but. That would be 647,500 truckers. 647,500 truckers. That's over half a million truck drivers have suffered some kind of a depression. That's, that's sad. Well, I mean, part, I, mean I understand part, part it, but pun, it's still right? sad. Pardon the pun? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Depressing. I mean, I, well, you know, you try to make it funny for these guys. <laughs> no, it was funny. I was just looking up numbers. You know, I'm a numbers guy. Mm hmm. Um, it's what do you not think? always good to have him as a numbers guy. I'm just. Yeah. What do you think the uh, out of like there's, I don't know how many countries there are. There's so many of them. What do you think the number one country is for depression? If you had to guess. Country. Country. Russia. No, the United States. You would think we weren't be, but the United States is the number one. Num- uh, United States, Colombia, the Netherlands, and the Ukraine, all in a row. Okay, so I chose Russia because of the cold, frigid temps, you you know. You chose it because it depresses you. (laughs) Yeah, but I can see why the U.S. is is rated up there, and it's because we have generations that 
feel as though a little pill will help them. And, and, you know, it's the biggest joke in the world, the way they, they, they act, you know, everything is, Oh my gosh, they're so, it's so horrible. They just said, well, you're taught to be offended in this country. Exactly. You're taught to be, you're, 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 you're wimpified. Right. You you really, it's true. I mean, so people, so they, they they run with it. Right. I'm, I'm so depressed. They had to chop down the cherry tree out my backyard because it was falling on the roof of my house and my dad felt as though it was just more important to chop the tree down than fix our roof. And and that was going to cost, you know, $80,000. Okay, so you're saying they get depressed over a tree? Well, I'm just saying that's, that's their... You're that's like really going ridiculous? That, uh, yes, yes, because that's what they're like. They're so ridiculous. Okay. Well, I mean, it's true, but people do. They, in this country, we we are taught to be bummed out if we don't get our way. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and I don't know if that plays into the fact. It's but, a spoiled thing, and you but know. so I looked up truckers, and I found an an a uh, an ad on a a, a web page called healthytruck.org. Why don't you guys visit them and check them out? I found a little article on here, and. Uh, just a few things they wrote that I got off of them. I won't read it all. Just kind of summarize. Yeah. Well, well, one of the reasons for the depression is uh, too much alone time. Mm-hmm. If you think about that, I used to tell you that sometimes that'll drive you nuts where you're just alone, you know, and when you're alone, guess what you get to do? Talk to yourself more. Yep. Think. Did you hear I said more? I mean, think, 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 you know. And we, sometimes you can be your own worst enemy mm-hmm. when you have nobody else around. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's true, but, you know, not everybody is like the castaway characters, you know. Castaway? You talking, what, what are you talking about, castaway? Well, you remember the movie Castaway? With Tom Hanks? Yeah, and Wilson. Uh, he went a little nutty. Yeah, but he still... He had Wilson. He had Wilson, but he still survived, and he, you know, not everybody... So maybe the truckers should name something in their truck, like... Their pillow or something? Uh, no. no. But no, I want to I wanna keep this real, this this part of the show. So. Well, what I'm saying, what I did ahead. say is not, mm-hmm. not everybody is as that strong. You have people that are, are it's, they're more effective uh-huh. or affected by their depression and being alone is what I was trying to say, where they, they can't survive like, like he did. The, the second one was problems with the employer. I, so. And it, it, you would think, well, everybody has problems with their employer. But if you're a trucker and you're out on the road, remember we did a segment on um, people being lured from other countries on based on lies here. Mm-hmm. And then when they get them, they're, they're sitting here, can't speak the language, and they're trapped. Well, truckers, if you're out on the a road a thousand miles away, not every trucker has the attitude of, F you, I'll just abandon your truck, and I'll, take, I'll just go work for somebody else. A lot of these guys have morals and standards. And so if they have an issue with their employer, maybe they're not being paid right, maybe they were, they were promised one thing or they were misled in the job, or just maybe the employer's starting to favor other drivers and, and your miles are lacking. It's hard to, you know, sometimes, because I've talked to drivers about it, and, and they're like, man, I try to talk to them, I approach them, and blah, 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 I put up with it. And so your loyal truck drivers, they'll, they'll try to hang in there. But then just imagine being alone and now having problems on top of being alone out there. It could get 
It really can get to you. And there's some drivers right now probably saying, that don't bother me. Well, there's a lot of guys that it does because most people are not confrontational. You know that. There's, there's, yeah, there's a lot of people that are not confrontational. Most, I, I would say most, I'm not saying that most people can't defend themselves. We have a fruit fly in the studio right now, and it's really bothering the crap out of me. And I see it just came over to you, so good for the fruit fly. But anyways, let me That's go back. That's just because I'm fruity. You are very fruity. No, I see what you're saying. It is very hard because, you know, some people, when you are depressed and then you're alone and then you're having issues pile on top of that because... You know, you're trying to, to talk with your dispatcher and they're not understanding what you're trying to say and you're getting more frustrated. Well, and, and see, to me, when I read this article, they're saying five common causes of depression in truck drivers. I, I would tell you that these all compile, like you just said, they really go together. And it starts with, okay, I'm all alone out here. All right, I've got nobody. You know, you can't call your wife 24-7. You know, maybe she works, she's sleeping, blah, blah, blah. So here you are, you're alone, you have problems with your boss, now maybe you're not, and so that could also turn into money problems. So there's three things on your head, then, then mix in lack of sleep, lack of sleep, money problems, problems with the employer, and being all alone out there on the road. It's, if you just mix that all together, a lot of people can't handle that. No, no. No, I mean, then you have, you mentioned the, the wife. Well, then you have them being away from their family. There might be money issues with that, so they have more stress coming from that angle also. Yeah, and I'll tell you, it's important if you're, if you're a wife or anybody listening out there, if, if you see your truck driver husband or your truck driver wife, you know, there's actually women that drive and men are at home. But you see them calling you, and you, oh, I don't really want to talk to them right now. I've got things I'm doing. You might, you might try to remember that they, you know, a lot of people, and I've read, I read this here. It says a lot of them, because they're more masculine, you know, truck drivers are more. He-men. Yeah, and, and so talking about being, you know, alone. Their problems. It's, it's embarrassing to talk, to, to, uh, to talk, to talk about. You know, you being bummed out because you don't have anybody to talk to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember when I was a young guy, everybody I grew up around, if I said something like that, they'd be like, yeah, you pussy. <laughs> Get over it, you little pussy. Put your big pants on. But it's true, though. I mean, look, you can't change depression. And, you know, like I was saying, if, if there's a wife or somebody listening, you see your hubby calling, answer the phone, you know, even if it's for two, three minutes. And, uh, you know, you guys that are depressed, you know, there's... You know, you got to reach out and get help. There's um, another article I picked up. It's actually from Concentra. It said five ways to prevent truck driver depression. One is keep in touch. Keep up with your social connections as much as often as possible. Uh, and by meeting other truckers at truck stops, drivers can build relationships and community. You know, I, I have seen that happening a lot now because, you know, Toxidio has a really big social media of our own and... I, I see a lot of blogs, and people will be commenting on a lot of our articles and stuff, and then they'll go, hey, John, I haven't seen you in a while. You're running this way. Yeah, why don't we hook up for a coffee? You know, And I think that's great. You know, A lot of these guys have built relationships, and it's like, hey, man, give me your number. I, l- I really enjoyed running with you. Like, If you're running with somebody, 
you know, it's easy to make friends. Oh, you know, hey, we're not from far from away. Maybe, maybe I'll see you again. Hey, hey, shoot me your number, man. I may, I may say hi, and then start texting each other every now and then, and build that community. You know, get on each other's Facebook page, and sometimes a little bit of moral support from people that are going through the same thing as you, and understand your industry is a good thing. What do you think? I agree because, you know, you 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 also not only that, but you if you have a relationship with someone that's like we're everybody knows where we're located. Well, if there's ever like if you're coming near the area and you're like, where's a good place to eat or where's a good place to to park my truck or or I need to 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 get a hotel, which one should I avoid? You know, there's so many different things, because if you're driving with someone continually or at least going through a certain area and you find a trucker that's in that area, they help you find more information out about that and, and even different streets that's better to stay away from. Yeah. And, and that is true. They do. They help each other. And, and uh, you know, it's just a really great suggestion by Concentra to build your social media and, you know, use each other as a support system. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one. Choose healthy, healthier food options. Right. Believe it or not, like certain foods can depress you overeating. Mm-hmm. Um, it says the road isn't very friendly to drivers' waistline. A lot of the times it's difficult for drivers to find anything but fast food and high-calorie truck stop snacks. This can put drivers at a fast track toward obesity, which is another risk uh, and factor of a depression. If you mm-hmm. think about it, you know, when you get out of shape, you start worrying about, you know. Fat bastard. Yeah, you start worrying. Fat bastard, yeah. You start worrying about everything, you know. You kind of come home and you're out of shape, and especially if you have a hot wife. You know, what I'm just saying. And next thing you know, you start worrying about that, so. They're saying, look, stock your fridge. Most of these guys have fridge and freezer. Mm-hmm. Stock your fridge with, you know, fruits and, and, and eat correctly. And, and really, to be honest with you, the best way to do it is to get into a habit. If you, if you have a habit of snacking all the time, then you're probably doomed. But if you, if you can get the mindset, it's all about what you crave. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not you know, just food, but crave. You, to, you've, it's what you want. If you want, your, if you want to look decently out there, then I would tell you straight up, to get into a habit, you force yourself into a habit. Okay, I eat once a day or twice a day or three times a day. Force yourself into a habit and don't go off of it and don't you know eat other things. But it just don't take. It doesn't take long to get into a habit, right? No, it don't. It, I I I'm I'm not one really well with habits. I kind of don't remember my habits, and I I I'm not very good at keeping them. But you can get into them and working out or or changing different things with you eat. I mean, Troy hasn't drank coffee since Thanksgiving. Yeah, I thought I would like really just fall over and die, but I'm actually glad I haven't because yeah. on my blood pressure uh, checkups with, by the doctor, my blood pressure has been like super awesome. So I, I may not go back to coffee. So number three is get moving. And we, really what they mean is, you know, when you pull over, come into a rest area, get out, stretch, you know, do a few jumping jacks, do some push-ups. Maybe go for a walk around. Um, do I forget how many laps around a truck? Like twenty some or thirty some laps around your truck is a mile, so you don't have to go far to actually work out. But really, the bottom line is get get some exercise in. Actually, exercise, especially if you can work up a little cardio before you actually go to sleep, is like one of the best forms of entertainment. It g- 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 gives you a natural high. I wonder if like while you're standing there pumping the gas, if you just like run in place. Yeah, I mean, you would look yeah. a little silly, but you know what? Who cares? Start a trend. Start a trend. That's true. Truckers running in place. 
Can you imagine looking at a TA or a pilot and seeing like five truckers in a row well, there's, running? There's one trucker that does burpees at the at the pump. He's like burpees at the pump. What's a burpee? It's where they 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 drop down. It's not quite like a push up, but they go down. They pop their foot out. They pop them back in, and then they stand back up. Oh, so he's doing that at the pump. Mm-hmm. I thought I was just really picturing a guy burping real loud. No. He's like burping. Okay. <laughs> All right. So number four would be enjoy a good beat. It says. Try singing along to your favorite songs without a smile on your face. It's nearly impossible. Listening and singing along with an upbeat music can help improve a driver's mood and make uh, the long road ahead a little less long. If the road is causing anxiety of your truck drivers or your, your truck drivers are sleeping poorly, encourage them to listen quiet, calm music and reduce stress. And, and music definitely does help. I'm sure. I bet you that's the one thing they're probably all good at is listening to music. When I go, when I have to go with my mom down to like Tampa or somewhere like where I'm going a little distance, I usually put the XM to spa. Here, here's, <laughs> I just listen to it. Here's a, here's the la- their last suggestion says adopt a companion, which you know what it's a, it says adopt a cat or a dog. Um, it says. Uh, uh, what does it say? But adopting a trucking cat was exactly what long haul truck driver Karen Marshall needed to avoid depression. Karen adopted Snickers from a rescue center and he quietly adapted to life on the road, spending most of his days happily sunbathing on the dashboard of the truck. Um, you know, and not everybody can do that. Not every company allows you to take a pet. But we know that in, in children's hospitals, when people bring in animals, it perks up the entire staff and mm-hmm. the kids. So they use that also. I got one one suggestion for me, and I mean this sincerely. Um, and I was actually I was telling a guy the other night that was just starting to truck. He's a new student. I said one of the things you got to do on the road is keep your truck clean. And I'm, I mean, I've been in guys' trucks where you got to climb over the clothes that are on the floor to get to their bed. You know. You, you, they're piled up everywhere. It's got a stench to it. That would depress most people. Mm-hmm. When you, when, when you have a clean house or a clean vehicle, and you get in it, and it smells nice, and everything's put in place nice. That's that's uplifting. So I would tell you guys, you know, do a thorough cleaning once a week. You know, when you're if you're laid over somewhere, you know, do your laundry, get some Lysol, spray it up, get it all spiffy, and and really you know, get your carpets cleaned. And, you know, I met a trucker once. You're not allowed in his truck in boots or sneakers. You got to take them off. He drove in bedroom slippers and nice bedroom slippers, not little, you know, loosey ones, but mm-hmm. he drove in bedroom slippers or tennis shoes. And then when he got out to, you know, work and do pre-trips and, you know, go to a shipper, he'd put on his, either his, his um, uh, metal plated shoes or a pair of work boots. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he had the proper attire. So, you know, it's it's all in the mindset that you can do to improve yourself on the road. I agree. I agree. And if you ever need any help, call someone. How about we talk about uh, NCI? National Carriers. You know what? National Carriers is not only looking. We, we talked about them last week. They're looking for students. If you're just graduating, you're graduating soon. They have uh, tuition reimbursement. But what's great about them, they, they're owned by their own freight. They have a very nice salary. First year drivers make probably really about twenty five to thirty thousand. I think it is something like that above the the national average. Um, their trucks are amazing. 
The people are amazing there too. But you know what else they look for? Lease drivers. They they love to put people in their own truck. You know, you want to be a lease or a lease purchase driver. They will put you in a rig, uh, one of those new Kenworth T6As. They got regional spots. They've got over the road spots. You're with them long enough. They got a lot. Of, I know people like Trucker Ron. He's been there three or four years. He does the Moultrie. He runs from Florida to Georgia and back. That's all he does. Oh, that's right. He just moved to North Carolina, and they kept him on a dedicated up there now, running from North Carolina to Georgia and back. And he's getting, like, near 3,000 miles. All he does is drop and hook. Anyways, National Carrier's number is 888-311-7076. That's 888-311-7076. Teams, solos, owner-operators, lease drivers, students, Give these guys amazing company. I mean, truly amazing company. You'll never run out of freight there. Ruthann, next up on the agenda of Talk CDL today. I was thinking. Uh-oh. No, I was actually thinking. No, that's still uh-oh. Okay, let me just get this guy's name up. Let's see if we have him. Let's see if you remember this guy's name. I can't even find it. What did I do with his name? Oh, no. I can't think of his name, and I met the guy. Wow. How depressing is that? Oh, right here it is. I, I knew I had it. Greg Evigan. You know who he is? It's BJ from BJ and the Bear. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was thinking to myself, why? They used to have such really neat shows on like that about life on the road, and they had some really cool Smokey and the Bandit, you know, Trucking movies, and they, they just don't, I mean, I know there's a series called Big Sky they started, but it's about a, a serial killer that's a trucker. I'm talking about the BJ and the Bear, the adventurous show, the one of those shows that I think Hollywood helped produce truck drivers at one time. You know, they, they ought to really petition Hollywood to make some more movies about life on the road, Ruthann, you know, maybe not with a monkey as a as a pet policy, but I mean, I loved, I, I loved BJ and the bear. You know, he was always, BJ was always going to get into an adventure and he was going to get the girl at the end of the show or whatever the case was. And bear had a good laugh and it was just a good show. It was a good family show, but it, it inspired a lot of young people to want to be truck drivers. Why, why don't we have that anymore? Maybe we should try to write to somebody. That's true. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, they kind of dwindled away, but you have Grey's Anatomy or something like that. You know, like a lot of doctor shows and NCIS shows, nothing on truckers. Exactly. And, and I, I think with the shortage in America, I think that we only have ice truck. Ice, ice. Yeah, but that's not a movie. It's not a movie. It's not a series. It's, it's a, I think that was an internet thing. Or was that actually no, on TV? Ice road yeah, no, it was serious. Yeah, no, it was serious. Ice road truckers. Yeah, but it was more reality stuff. Well, and not only that, but it only geared strictly only to... Right. You, okay, you first off, ice road truckers. I wonder how many people got inspired to be a trucker. Probably not That's many. You know, you got this dangerous, I'm up in the frozen tundra trucking job. In fact, more people probably said, I don't want that job. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I think that shows like BJ and the Bear and movies like um, Smokey and the Bandit, I think Hollywood, if anybody's listening to us, like we've actually interviewed some Hollywood producers on this show. Um, I I feel that... You know, Hollywood also c can hinder or help America. And if, if there's a way Hollywood could start a new series, you know, how about Grandpa BJ and his, and his grandson, 
you know, named Bear <laughs> that became a trucker. You know, it's something, so, you know, spin it off of BJ and the Bears. I guarantee you, you'll have grandfathers making their grandsons watch it and, and inspiring people to be on the road and show what it's like. Show the good part about trucking. And I think Hollywood, I, and I'm not a big Hollywood fan, but I think Hollywood could do some good for our industry if they would just make another BJ and the Bear. No, I agree. I agree. Make a movie for us about, you know, trucking. Well, yeah, or a series even. I think a series would be nice. I, I think a series would be great. You know, nothing, you know, even a BJ and the Bear series. You know, have another B. You don't actually have to have BJ. This BJ McKay and this is my best friend Bear. Well, not only you don't have to have that. You can have a new... A new trucker on the scene. But they've know? remade. I mean, there's like one or two movies out there that have been remade like four times. Well, I don't think BJ and the Bears ever been remade. That's that what I'm saying. They could, they could still remake it. That was back when Knight they Rider could. and all those shows, you know what I mean, were going oh, on. That was before Knight Rider, honey. Was it? Yeah. Well, it might wasn't too far before Knight Rider. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? It's happened. I've got a head cold or a sinuses, whatever the hell it is. Go ahead and prove me wrong. So, anyways, like I was saying, Hollywood, if you're listening, come up with a new trucking show, and uh, I would gladly watch that show. If 1979 to 1981 was BJ and the Bear. Now what was Knight Rider? Knight Rider is probably like mid-'80s to late-'80s, something like that. 82 to 86. So it came right after. Yeah, so it was like kind of right in a row. All right, so next up on the agenda, Ruthann, we've got actually a another sponsor that I love to make sure that we talk about them is J.J. Keller. Now, J.J. Keller is really a needed, a needed um, company in the industry. They, mm-hmm. they help these all these new companies, all these new owner-operators. You know, someday you can get audited. And I'm I'm not trying to scare anybody, but sometimes fear keeps us alive. And you got to be prepared. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be fun if DOD, DOD, the DOT contacts you and says we're going to be coming in to, to check all your records. I mean, honestly and truly, um, for like a very small fee, next to nothing, JJ Keller honestly keeps keeps all your paperwork straight. If you're somebody wanting to become an owner operator, these guys keep all your records for you. And uh, they will make sure that a DOT audit would not be that scary. I would think having them on your side would be great. Well, I mean, you have something that you can fall back on. That's the mm-hmm. that's the good thing. Yeah. If you're already invested into something like this, if anything ever happens, it's very easy to say, let me contact the person that does take care of all of that for me. And you call the person at J.J. Keller and say, okay, listen, I'm asked about this. Help me out here. And they'll direct you. Their number is 888-601-2017. That's 888-601-2017. One last article I read. It says, Trucker pleads guilty to fraud after collecting over $80,000 in disability benefits. A Pennsylvania, unfortunately, a Pennsylvania trucker who illegally collected over $80,000 in disability benefits, has pleaded guilty to fraud. On April 15th, Peter Albanese pleaded guilty to wire fraud, Social Security fraud, and making false statements, according to a statement from the U.S. Department of Transportation, their Office of Inspector General. 
uh, D-O-T-O-I-G. Albanese was previously indicted on December 1st, 2020 for uh, defrauding the Social Security Administration by falsely claiming a disability. I'm hurt. I can't work, blah, blah, blah. But here's the weird part. It says the indictment alleges that from 2017 to 2020, Albanese collected 80, uh, over $80,000 in Social Security disability benefits while hiding his work and income as a trucker. So I'm collecting, but I'm not sitting home. I'm working. That's like a little crazy. Mm-hmm. It says the indictment also uh, states that Albanese presented a false medical examiner certification uh, during a roadside inspection to conceal the fact that he was not medically examined and certified as a required as uh, by required by federal motor carrier safety regulations. I mean, so I'm going to collect eighty thousand dollars. I'm going to fake an injury, but yet I'm going to go ahead and work. Don't you think there's a way you're going to get caught doing that? I I would I would expect to get caught personally. That's a that's like a that's like one of those dodo crimes. Like duh, you're 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 moonlighting with with disability. I mean, that doesn't even make sense. Like, what kind of a nutcase are you? Hey, you know, actually, I did forget about one thing. I wanted, I wanted to read something else to you. Do you notice when you said how how much of a nutcase can you be, and that's when you remembered to that you forgot something. So I'm just that's usually kinda. when you say squirrel. Okay. <laughs> All right, one last thing. I would like to talk about um, a list of the rudest... This was in CDL Life. Life, A list that reveals the states with the rudest truckers... Or the rudest drivers. It didn't say truckers. What do you think the number one state is? And the the most common citation was um, failure to yield. Um, uh, Let's see here. Among the states, it says... F- failure to stop at stop signs, and uh, there was some other things that they were doing, like passing illegally, just basically being buttheads on the road, you know, running stop signs, all that stuff. Who do you think the number one state is? I'll bet you can't even guess. Well, not too much time to think about it. Just pick a state. Georgia. Nope. Virginia. Virginia was the number. Virginia holds the number one ranking for rudest drivers. They're like forty-one um, percent above the national. Because of DC. Well, it could be DC. You're right. DC's connected, and there's a lot of rude people there. Okay, Delaware's number two, also DC. Look at that, Ruthann. Two states that are surrounding DC. Mm-hmm. So they didn't pick on DC though, did they? Mm-hmm. It's those DC people. So mm-hmm. number three is Idaho. Four is Georgia. Five is Wyoming. Six is Ohio. Excuse me. Seven is Wisconsin. Eight is Nebraska. Nine is Iowa. We'll send that to JT. Number 10 is Alaska. My gosh. I would have never thought of half of those places. If I was in Alaska and I'm like, you're out on a road where nobody's around. What are they getting them off cameras? I would be running stop signs too. You know, but anyways, they're your top 10 rudest states for drivers in the United States of America. And that is Talk CDL for this week. Then you have a... I have my word of the day. You have a word of a day? I do. And what is the word? What do we got? Let me turn it up a little bit. She always does that. It's because you keep talking. Go ahead, do it again. You say, okay, and then you talk. Go ahead, do it again. Raillery. Raillery. Raillery? Spell it. Raillery. R-A-I-L-L-E-R-Y. Raillery. Give us a definition. Good-humored teasing. Railing. Oh, just railering. Yeah, I do that with you. All so, the time. And that's from Word Genius. 
Supergenius.com. And that is Talk CDL for this week, Ruth Dan. We are out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.